0: Hello and welcome everybody. Welcome to the Magda Life Talks. I'm your host, David Kleis, and uh, first you get this disclaimer. Anything and everything you say, can and will be used against you. And so I'm advised to say that everything that is said in this show is my own opinion and in no way reflect the opinion of Situer BVBA or any of the projects that I'm currently working on. So if you want to blame somebody, It's all me folks. Now that we have that out of the way, let's uh, review what we said earlier. The previous episode was about me starting my own business. And in the end, I kind of explained why adapted trousers are so uh, specifically needed and why trousers can be dangerous for people in a wheelchair and why they should buy my trousers and the links are in the description beneath that podcast so what are we going to talk about today we're going to talk about what happened during and after the big uh, crowdfunding campaign that i did and i'm going to talk about a little thing that happened that had a very very large ripple effect so sit back and enjoy because these are the mucked live talks One of these side projects, that was actually a very big side project, um, that all started when I had a visit from two lovely uh, ladies, friends of mine, while I was still in rehab. And um, I remember um, us discussing, um, you know, the worth of of a life and uh, pursuing your dreams and one of the uh, things we did was during that conversation was talk about what we dreamed of and um, these two ladies actually had this common dream of theirs that uh, where they would uh, design or create a um, play a theater play um, and they would act and perform together uh, as well as write the whole thing. And uh, I actually jokingly said, you know if um, if you're looking for some material, uh, I have some stories for you because you know I've, I had been talking with people uh, in um, in rehab uh, people with disabilities and they had some really amazing stories and some really you know awful stories to tell and but one thing led to another and i actually got invited to their first session of you know thinking about what they would make the play about because they had decided they were gonna do this and uh, they could use my help and so we basically started off just improvising and improvising and improvising and that was so much fun that we started you know inviting some other people who uh, could do some acting and or some writing And, you know, we have some sessions where we just, you know, yeah, we did some improv and, you know, out of that improv came a lot of um, situations that uh, occur when you're in a wheelchair that are actually, you know, so crazy, but they do happen in real life. And then we just try to um, mesh uh, that with some, you know, some sarcasm and some... uh, improv yeah just some improv and and that actually led to us creating this group of people that would come together do some improv write some some storylines and uh, bada boom bada bang Um, at one point we actually had a theater play and uh, of course before I knew it I Had pledged myself to actually play the role of the guy that I invented for the play Which was a guy in a wheelchair who was really, you know, disgustingly sexist uh, but actually just really frustrated and uh, Yeah, I I ended up playing that part in the, uh, the theater But you know that was it was way bigger than we all imagined it it could be um, we did I think two or three locations and uh, the first um, location we did two nights and then two times a single night but we always sold out the room I think more than 600 people came and watched our play and that was just an amazing experience you know being on stage um, I believe it or not, I hadn't even acted before. So for me, that was a whole new experience. I did have a little bit of, you know, talking in public experience, but not not as much, not that much, and especially not combined with acting. So that was, uh, I mean, that was really something. Um, I will include a link to the teaser we made for that play, but if you're English, you won't be, you know, you won't be able to understand anything because it's in Dutch. But, uh, yeah, it was a great success. We, we performed for schools uh, as well as just family and friends. And uh, we were even considered for a, a, uh, a prize, which, of course, we didn't win. But, you know, yeah, I mean, h- how... Silly life can be right. Just say yes to something you've never experienced and before you know it you're So far up your ears. You're standing in front of 600 people uh, uh, Bringing the dialogue and and or the monologue that you just wrote yourself about being disabled and feeling uh, Yeah, feeling broken. So it was a comedy called um, Alice Scan." Which translates to um, everything scan, yeah, it's a bad translation, but there's no real translation. And um, it was basically everything played out inside a shop, like a, a marketplace. Um, we we would have some um, some stalls and everything, and then the cashier was actually part narrator, part um, just annoying cashier. And Then part he played a part of society where he was criticizing everyone for being disabled or different or um, Because we, we took this ability to you know a wide perspective of things and we actually ended up putting in a somebody who is single and um, as being disabled because yeah, there's a, a, all sorts of You know stuff that happen to people that are single that don't happen to people that are not single and um, uh, and actually trying to hit on the the girl working in the shop, for example, who uh, apparently Was blind. Yeah, so it, it was a crazy story It was some really funny moments with some really serious and 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 heartbreaking moments uh, There was some believe it or not. There was some music singing in there. There was some dance in there So yeah, we we basically We just went for it, and it was a really, really great experience. So one of the ripple effects of doing the whole theater thing was one of the guys, and that was an actor that played in a play, Um, was actually studying to become a teacher and um, He had to for the first time um, While doing an uh, an apprenticeship in a school. He had to do his own lesson and um, The the topic he chose was uh, People with disabilities and he asked me if I would would want to come to the school and talk about what happened with me with children the age of eight, nine and ten. Uh, and um, of course I said yes, because I'm all for advocacy and uh, sharing, you know, what it is like to be a, a quadriplegic. And um, so, yeah, I went to that school and, and, and it's just... There's just something about kids, you know, they're always like, they're so innocent and they have these really curious questions because their minds go to places, you know, um, adult adult minds just don't go. And uh, that was just a, a great experience. They were, you know, listening to my story, they were so interested, I mean, everybody was just quiet, staring, full of awe, you get the as and the os and the woos and the yeah, just... Yeah, it was heartwarming to see that um, they could react like normal people. Um, and, and actually, it's funny because the reaction children have oftentimes is way um, better than the, the adults who react to, to seeing or encountering somebody with a disability, a visible disability. Um, so yeah, I did, I did the talk and then they gave me this uh, this present with the, like uh, a drawing with, with uh, the names of all the, the children that, that were in the class and afterwards they were able to ask me some questions as well and there were some curious questions like um, um, if I get bullied a lot because of my, uh, my disability. Um, and then you have t- children that actually share stories about being in a wheelchair themselves and how they... Um, encountered that and and worked through that Um, and then you have some really sad stories about people, uh, children that had lost their their mother or father to cancer and uh, remembering that their mother or father was in a wheelchair before they died and so they were more um, concerned. Yeah, I mean, it was a wonderful thing and that kind of sparked that and and the doing the the whole theater thing sparked a an interest in me to be a little more uh, of an advocate for people with disabilities and uh, for public speaking so i probably wouldn't be making the podcasts i'm making right now um if it wasn't for that group of lovely kids So somewhere in between, or during that whole uh, theater adventure, I got an email in my mailbox from JCI, from JCI Belgium. And uh, apparently JCI Belgium, or Junior Chamber International, is an organization with local chapters in a ton of countries, more than a hundred countries. Um, and it's a, an organization that focuses on changes and um, changes and impact in communities um, by active citizens. And so I opened the email, and um, apparently, I had been nominated for a, a JCI award, the TOIP awards. Now, the TOYP Awards, or the 10 Outstanding Young Persons Awards, are actually awards that are given for extraordinary action in diverse fields. 10 different, um, fields. And I was nominated for the Belgian TOYP Award for Impactful Reporter because of the blog that I had, Rolemodel.be, And, um, yeah. Some Someone in JCI Belgium nominated me for the TOYP award in that category and uh, so they emailed me and apparently they wanted to know a little bit more about me and about my projects. Uh, so I had to kind of fill out some this questionnaire, give them some answers and so yeah, that's what I did. I sent in my, uh, my application and crossed my fingers. A month or so later, I got an email back from JCI. I was really excited because this was uh, the first time I got some official recognition for the work that I was doing. And so I hoped that I would win this uh, TOIP award but I heard there were a lot of competitors on the market <laughs> and uh, I, I I, thought my chances were very slim. Apparently I was wrong because I got the email that I won the TOIP award for impactful reporter and um, they asked me if I would like to attend the ceremony where I would receive the official trophy and title and um, and I would meet the team behind JCI Belgium uh, yeah I was uh, I was super excited I was so happy that I finally got some recognition you know the feeling that everything I was doing was worthwhile um, it's nice nice to get that validation you know and so yeah I went to Brussels where they held the, uh, the ceremony I met the team there, which is a very, very large team of people—all people between the age of 18 and 40. So a young team, young, dynamic team, and uh, yeah, they just celebrated people who had impact on the Belgian people, on Belgian society, on communities in Belgium. And uh, I was so proud to be a part of that. Um, and this again kind of created a ripple effect but um, that's for the next episode and yet again we're at the end of the episode thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed it if you did make sure to subscribe like uh, rate and review if possible And uh, I hope to see you guys next time. Have a really good day. Bye.